Hey, thanks for checking out the Ham and Spam Retro Review. If you like what you hear, please remember to subscribe, leave a like, or leave a comment, whatever platform you listen to this on. And also remember, there's always additional content on our website, hamandspam.com, where you can find links to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy it. For even more content, check out our friends Nick and Brandon over at their podcast, Talk or Go Home. So after a whole week's layoff, we're back. No, we're 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 right on the heels of Super Metroid. So, um, so where our am game, I going with this? Uh, our game today. Yeah, there we go. Um, so the original plan for last week's episode was to do the game we're about to talk about, but Hammy called an audible and said, "Yeah." Not too keen on this game, so well, well, I just I'm, I just beat Metroid. It's fresh in my mind. Right. Well, you were like, I'm not too keen on this game for the reasons we're going to get into. Um, we keep teasing Super Metroid. I've got it. I've got a little bit of time. I'm going to put some time into it. You beat it. We talked about it. Great game. Good episode. Now we're going to backtrack a little bit to the episode that we were both that we're going to do before that. Uh, we're going to talk about Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers Three. <laughs> So I listened to a uh, a game cast a game podcast out of uh, out of uh, Canada. That's what they call it. A game cast? <laughs> no, a, a podcast. Uh, shut up, Hammy. A podcast. They call it Super Mario. Super Mario. Uh, what else is it? <laughs> Mario. Super Mario, brother. Mario. He is, says is it's the a me. Brother. It's he says it's a me. Yeah. Mario. That's not, his name. It's a me. Mario. No, his name's Mario. Mario. It's Mario. Mario. No, Mario. Mario and Luigi. Mario. <laughs> I can't with you. You know what we should have done instead. And thus, they're the Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> I spit all over myself. You know what we should have done? We should have done a watch-along episode of that atrocious movie is what we should do. You mean that gym? <laughs> hey, it's got Yoshi in it. It's got to go for Kinda. something, right? Um, so, yeah, we, we, we're we going to do uh, Super Mario Bros. 3 uh, just in the standpoint of we haven't shown the regular Nintendo a whole lot of love outside of the two Ninja Turtles games that we've done. Uh, I can't think of any other games that we've that we've done on... Um, the, re- the the original Nintendo. Can you? I really can't. In our 50-something podcast? I don't think... I think Ninja Turtles 1 with Maze, and then you and I did Ninja Turtles 2 early, and that's that's been it. I think that's been it for the NES. No, Mario Brothers 2. We did Mario Brothers 2. That's right. At the, at the behest of uh, Finish the Fight. Yep. Yep. So, um, so uh, Super Mario Brothers... <laughs> I can't say Super that. Mario Brothers. Oh, my gosh. Um, I have some really, really, really fun times playing this game growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say this. Playing this game on Switch and or regular Nintendo versus um, the All-Stars version on Switch or Super Nintendo is 
heads and tails different. Um, better graphics, better colors. We talked about colors in the last yeah. episode. Just more vibrant. You don't really, really get like how dull Super Mario Brothers three was from a color scheme standpoint. Well, that was all of regular Nintendo. That's true. Except Gilligan's Island, a fantastic game. <laughs> you do that every time. Um, yeah, the definitive way to play it is 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 all stars. I think um, they they corrected everything that that they needed to and and made it a the best way to play those games, I think. Um, we kind of said it when we did Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers. Two. When we did when we did that game, the second version of that game. Um, Why can't you say that? I don't know. I, I guess I'm getting too fast, and I'm trying to sound very peng shui whenever I'm saying it. I can Every say what? I can say peng shui, but I can't say Super, Mar- Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> Super Brother Mario. Um... <laughs> Anywho, um, Brothers. so this game was completely different from Mario Brothers 1. And I think that's why, because I always call it Mario Brothers instead of Super Mario Brothers. So it's from here on out going to be Mario Brothers. Mario 1, Mario 2, Mario 3. That's how I do it. Mario. Anyway, completely different. So we, we kind of went in uh, on our episode with 2 how different that game was and the reasonings behind it. Because uh, they basically reskinned Doki Doki Panic, which is a Japanese game. Well, they completely shelved even that look in this in this game. They kind of went back to the roots a little bit uh, with Super Mario. <laughs> Super Mario with Bro- Mario One, <laughs> with like the way some of the blocks and stuff look. Um, but at the same time, they completely revamped it. Every level looks like a stage. Uh, and it's, you know, you, you're starting from the left and exit stage right. Um, they made it very easy on the front side, increase the difficulty as you went, which is kind of the staple of all good video games. They don't, you know, when we did Lion King, we talked about how the uh, producers put a really, really hard level right in the second level with the monkeys and everything. And the reason behind that was because the game rental yeah. places... They were wanting these people Blockbuster. not to be able to beat these games so quickly. They wanted to make them go buy them, so they put a really hard level that they <laughs> couldn't beat in the middle to force you to buy them. What at. a jerk move, if you think about well, it. Well, what a jerk move. It makes like, sense. It does, but at the same time, I think it would just tick everybody off. I'm like, man, this game sucks. I'm not buying it. Yeah. So, you know, six of one, half a dozen the other, Forget I you, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> What is Jonathan Taylor Thomas? He voiced Simba. What is he doing now? Now? Yeah. Uh, maybe he's listening to the podcast. You think so? If you are, JTT, we might tag JTT in this one. No, let's not. <laughs> I was a huge fan on of uh, Home Improvement, and and Team Bop, and The Lion King. Yeah, well, there's that too. Sorry, I had to catch a phone call. Actually, I'm going to edit that out. So, three, two, one. What are you counting down for? So, I can edit this out. Okay. Maybe I won't because we just had that. I don't like it when you do that to me. Anyway, um, so from the enemies and everything, they had to re revamp everything. Lots of new enemies. Um, lots of new... Uh, this is the first uh, edition of the Koopa Kids. Mm-hmm. So, every time you go into a stage, um, you have to fight one of the... 
seven Koopa Kids. Seven Koopa Kids, right? Uh, yeah. Seven, because eight was always Bowser. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so the Koopa Kids make their um, their debut here. So I didn't know that. You didn't? Mm-hmm. I knew they are in World. Yeah. Well, why didn't you know that they were in three, Hammy? I probably got a grand total of about five minutes in Super <laughs> Mario Brothers 3. You're staying with it, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. So you're going to really realize that uh, Hammy did not... I don't want to say didn't like it. It. I played Mario Super Mario World first. Right, because you've 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 made it quite clear that you didn't have a regular Nintendo. I didn't. You uh, you started. You cut your teeth on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, because my cousins had regular Nintendo. My right. Brother had one. Uh, I always wanted one, and when I finally got my first video game game system in Christmas of nineteen ninety one, which was twenty years, thirty years ago. Good God! Don't you hate this podcast sometimes? So, so my first system, Christmas ninety one, was a Super Nintendo. And you and had no idea what it was. It was Super Mario World, so. So, Then I went back to three. Literally, you're having to backtrack. So, yeah. it's, you know, you're you're getting, you know. I became a snob because I was like, I don't want to play that regular Nintendo. That's a kid's game. <laughs> this is a man system yeah. right here. This is for men. <laughs> Burly men like me. So eight years old. So, it's not so much that Hammy dislikes it. It's just that... He played the better one first. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard it's, to go it's back. It's hard to go back. So, uh, once you've had the filet mignon, here it comes. It's hard to go back to the McDonald's double cheeseburger. It's twice in three weeks that you've made. Or twice, yeah, twice in three weeks that you've made that. Which analogy. that's kind of a lie because I, I eat the double cheeseburgers all the time. But <laughs> that that's that's not out of preference. Right, it's out of uh, necessity or not. That's a uh, convenience. Well, that, that too. Yeah, because you can't go through a drive-thru and get a filet mignon. Because if you could... Oh, boy. There might be a million-dollar business idea. for a while. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, you don't keep those on the on the heat lamps. <laughs> no, goodness, no. They'd be dry. Could you imagine? That might be a multi-million-dollar idea for somebody, but the technology is going to get there first. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so... <laughs> so when I <laughs> pause, and I'm going to look at Hammy and try to get his feedback on this game... And well, now I'm thinking of uh, what to name our steak drive-through place now. Steak and Shake. <laughs> it's already a place. Oh, okay. It's delicious. Too. It is delicious. Got really good uh, milkshakes. Yep. Yep. Uh, so does Freddy's. We got a Freddy's over in Trustful. Uh, they've they've got really good burgers. On the move. With the name of the place. With like five O's. Yeah. Hey, we had a great idea for a hot dog stand one time. Oh, what was it? Every dog has its day. That's true. That that was good. That was good. Go in with on the move. <laughs> Drive through steak place. Uh, that is going to be patented by the time you guys listen to this. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway, back to Super to Mario Brothers three. <laughs> back to Mario three. Um. They introduced a lot of new power-ups in this. Uh, you had uh, suits. So, traditionally, Mario, you had mushrooms that made you bigger. Yep. You had your stars that made you invincible for a, a short, what, 30 seconds maybe? If that long. If that long. Flower uh, power. And the flower power where you could spit spit fire, even though technically he's throwing fireballs, but still. What, what, what was your stance on that? Was I he thought spit- he was spitting. I thought he was, because he makes that little... 
sound when he and uh, I was a grown man before I realized he was actually throwing fireballs. I, I it was like yesterday when I found this out. <laughs> <laughs> I was today years old. I was today years old. Um. So anyway, they had uh, new new power ups in this one. So one of the ones that's probably the most iconic is the power leaf. Um, the precursor to the cape, as you know it, mm-hmm. uh, it turned you into a raccoon. Actually, a tanuki. <laughs> no, no, no. There's something else. It's a tanuki. I learned that as well. You keep going. I'm going to go to Google. <laughs> Says the man that didn't like this game. Um, no, it turned you into a raccoon. And you had what they called a P power at the bottom. So once you ran for so long in a straight line, this P power would um, max out and you could jump and keep pushing the jump button and you'd be able to fly. So in a way, not so much that it cheapened the game. You just Google on your phone. I can't get any service in here. (laughs) Hold on. There you go. Gracias. So... um, you were able to do a spin move and hit enemies with your tail, um, and then as well be able to fly for a short distance too. Uh, some other suits you got the frog suit, which would help you swim, uh, and you could jump just a little bit higher when you're on um, when you're on dry ground, uh, and it would let you swim in straight lines. So you could literally swim up, down, left, and right, and wouldn't have that floating, falling effect. Yeah, that's the tanuki suit. That that is something else. Is we'll go ahead and talk about that. Yeah, you just showed me a picture of the tanuki suit. So that kind of looks like this raccoon, bear, panda looking thing uh, that had the exact same abilities as the leaf did, but it gave you the ability to turn into a statue as well for a brief time. You just created a wrinkle in my brain. Did I? Yeah. There you go. You were correct. Um. There you go. So some some uh, I will not question you on Super Mario Brothers three anymore. <laughs> if I could ever learn how to say it, then you would have no reason to no reason to uh, go against me. Um, so yeah, uh, you turn into a statue for a small time. Uh, enemies would kind of walk by you or through you. Um, you had a Hammer Brothers suit where you'd put it on. You kind of look like a turtle, like the, the the Hammer Brothers do, and you throw hammers at people. So that was pretty neat. Um, I'm missing one. Frog. I don't know. I know. I'm looking at you like you would know, but yeah. you don't know. Oh, you had this boot thing in one level. There was a Goomba that's in a boot, like looks like looks like a stocking that you would hang by the chimney with care. And if you hit the Goomba out from underneath, you could ride in the shoe. You hang it there on the Monday before Christmas on Friday. <laughs> Why do you do that to me, man? Uh. I don't like you. Um, you love your prepositional phrases, man. Hey, hey. Uh, there's nothing in the English language that says we can't link those bad boys together forever. <laughs> Indefinitely. Indefinitely. Uh, I, I'm missing one. Anyway, you, you had some other power-ups as well. You had the P-Wing, which was literally the raccoon suit, but it was infinite P power. So you could literally like fly across a level if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. I used that a lot in world eight growing up because when you get to world eight, the ship levels that you've got, you've got one. Um, no, I take that back. One's a boat level. And the other is like a tank, like this endless tank level. 
So you're like dodging all these bombs and bullets and all this kind of stuff. So I would usually just fly over all that crap. Because, <laughs> you know, you could still cheat back in the day too. Uh, they had a cloud, which would allow you to uh, skip levels all altogether. But if you died, you had to go back to where you used the cloud. So you had to beat the next level in order to keep your progress. Hmm. So as you go through the overall map, you know, you got stage one, stage two, stage three. If you wanted to skip stage four, you get next to it, you use the cloud, you stay, you, you skip stage four and go to stage five. You beat stage five, you keep going. If you died, you go back to wherever your last successful run-in was. But if you died before beating stage five, you'd go back to stage four. You're just agreeing. You have no idea. I'm still thinking of our drive through steak. Keep going. <laughs> you got any other good names? No, it's the, there's no better name. <laughs> there's not. There's not. Um, they had a music box because the Hammer Brothers that were on the map uh, put them to sleep. You had an anchor, which I didn't learn this until I was doing research for the game. You use the anchor on the ship. So when you make it to the castle for every world, uh, you get on the ship. And if you lose, you know, if you, you end your life while you're on the ship, the ship will will fly away. So you have to like maneuver your way back across the map. So you may have to go from far right of the map to the far left to find the ship. But if you use the anchor, it won't move. It'll stay where it's at. Did not know that. Um, wow, there's a lot more depth to this game than I remember. There really is. It's really it's the first one that had the overworld map. So you think of overworld map like Super Mario World, yeah, uh, or Donkey Kong Country. This had that beforehand. So you no, literally Nintendo has really set a lot of trends. Yeah. Hey, if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? Well, they're changing them. They're just well, they are. But at the same time, you know, they found they found something that worked. They they're very good at, at at and and I saw someone say this about the Zelda games, where all the Zelda games look different, but they all feel the same. Sure, that's what Nintendo's really good at. That is making different kind of games that are still the same. Yeah, I mean, case in point, um, Sunshine and Galaxy. In Mario 64. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, an Odyssey. An Odyssey, yeah. Well, I mean, but those kind of like the Zelda games, they had a shtick. You know, mm-hmm. they've, they've got a thing that they try to work in in every one of those games. Um, you know, 64 being the 3D version. Um, Sunshine being the, what do you want to call it? The, the Flood. That's Super Soaker version. <laughs> the Flood. That's The Flood. Flood is what that little backpack's called. Apparently it's living, kind of like the hat is in Odyssey. So go figure. Gosh, everything's alive. That'd everything. Be terrifying. Well, I mean, that you know, time back to Mario Brothers three. If you think about it, uh, everything had eyeballs and a face. Yeah, all the heels. All the heels. The, the hills clouds. <laughs> hey, that might be a precursor horror game as well. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um. Anyway, you you had different areas as well. So when you went to when you beat an area and went to a new one, you like. In the first Mario Brothers, it was all the same. It was all bricks and blocks or a cave or the little giraffe world, you know, the that had the little shelf things like you call it, but they were polka dotted like giraffes. Mushrooms is what it was. Yeah. But, you know, those are basically the only three. And then you had the castle world with the white bricks. Well, in the second one, they, they kind of messed around. You kind of had um, a uh, like a grass area, a desert area, um some caves, uh, ice worlds and things like that. And in, in, 
Mario Brothers 2. Mario Brothers 3, every stage had its own. So you had Grasslands in the first one. You had Desertland in the second one. You had Waterland, which is kind of a hybrid between the two. Uh, there'd be some that was on the on um, on land, but there'd be a lot that was in the water or some sort of water theme. So, what is that one where you got the dolphins in Mario uh, in, in Mario World? The dolphins are bouncing oh, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. So it's it's technically a dry level, but there's water on the bottom that, like, if you fall in it and won't kill you, you can kind of swim up. But you gotta be real yeah. careful. Um, so some levels like that. Four was always my favorite though. The fourth level is Giant Land. So this is the first time they've ever done this where. And they ended up doing it again in, in uh, Mario 64, um, where the enemies are just big. They're just huge or humongous compared to Mario. So you got like the big turtles, you've got the big Goombas, you've got big piranha plants and everything. So very, uh, very neat thing. Uh, one of the kind of cool things that they did in the water world, you had this great big kind of piranha fish that would follow you, and you had to mm-hmm. dodge him. Um, or he would he would he would grab you and you you know lose a life that way. Well, they did basically a reverse of that in Big World, where everything was big except for the fish. So it was one of those little little bitty fish that's jumping around that can make you <laughs> uh, uh, make you small or whatever. So I thought that was kind of a neat little thing. But um, moving on uh, past Big World is some some world I don't know Sky Wally World, world? No, Wally World. <laughs> Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> no. No, the next one's Sky World, so or Skyland, or however you want to call it. Water World? No, that was three. Well, With... Skyland, or Waterland was, was three, but still. Water With, World uh, with Kevin Costner? Yeah. <laughs> um, underrated movie. Was that Kevin Costner? Yeah, it was Kevin Costner. Here's my phone. Look it up again. <laughs> All right. You keep talking. While I keep talking. Whilst I keep talking. Um, anyway, the fifth one was sky world. So the first couple of levels, you're on the, uh, you're on the ground and then you make it to this, um, uh, castle fortress kind of thing. It was Kevin Costner. But the fortress, see, I'm two for two. Well, you know, I have two funny? for two. I, I, I was thinking Kevin Costner or you were saying Kevin Costner in my mind. I was thinking Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Footloose Kevin Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I was like, wait, that guy's not... He saved the water world by dancing. (laughs) With a dance-off. Did the water dance. Um, Anyway, you would get to this fortress, you'd climb to the top of the fortress, and you'd end up in the sky level, and there's about six or seven levels up there. The next one is... Six was... the I always called it... Wayne's World? No. Six was always what I call piranha land because everywhere there were little piranha plants everywhere. So the jungle? Um, and this was the first first actual game that they introduced um, Chain Chomp. Oh, really? So, yeah. So he's he's very small. He's not near as, near as big as he, as he would there. But um, I did learn something else in doing some research for this. So the chain chomp is literally on the chain. He's trying to get to Mario. He just continues tries to get to Mario. Well, you can go up. You can't hit him with your feet, but you can hit him with your tail. He'll go away. But if you sit there and watch chain chomp try to get you 49 times on the 50th, well, he'll break the chain and chase you. Really? So he'll kind of start bouncing around and start chasing Mario. So just another little little thing. I can't try that out. Uh, I think I've got a safe spot right, right where we are. So. 
It won't take look well, and that's another thing. But we'll get there in a minute. But uh, level seven is pipe world, where everything is a pipe. Like you go up and pi- up pipes, down pipes, through pipes. You know, fried pipes, pipes, scampi. <laughs> pipe sandwiches. Um, and this is where they also reintroduce. You remember how you hated in Super Mario Brothers two where you had vertical levels and you would jump from one side of the screen to get to an upper part on the other side of the screen. Yeah. They introduced some of that back uh. in this game again, too. Um, and then level eight is what they call Dark World, and that's where Bowser is. Um, you get through the two, you get through the, um, get through the tank stage, get through the water ship stage, and you end up with um, the the levels to go through. Then eventually you find Bowser. Um Again, rinse, wash, repeat, beat Bowser, save the princess. So, nothing major. Uh, very fun game. Iconic for the time. A lot of people consider it one of, if not the best uh, game for the NES. Um, it came out in 90, so, I mean, there was still a little bit of time left in the Nintendo. Um, but it was kind of kind of like what we talked about with Metroid. It's kind of on the back end of its life lifespan. So, but this is one of those that if you've, played any kind of retro video game more than likely you've played super mario brothers 3 so yep unless you're me unless you're hammy exactly um one thing i did want to mention was uh mario is really good about having warp zones uh in the first one you know you found the different ways to warp in the second one there were some warp zones well they did the same thing in this one and there was the whistles um so there's three whistles you blow the whistle a la link um, in the original Zelda, they said that was kind of a throwback to that. Um, blow the whistle, you go to the warp zone, this little tornado will come by and take you, whisk you away to the warp zone. Um, if you're deep enough in the game, you kind of get to choose uh, which zones you go to. So if you're like in World 1, you've got three different tiers. So like the first tier would be World 2, 3, 4, and then 5, 6, 7, and the last tier is 8. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you, you can be whisked away to any of those, one of those three tiers, if you have at least two whistles, 90% of the time you use the first whistle, it'll put you in tier one. But if you're in the warp zone and you use the whistle, it'll put you in tier three, which is exactly, which is to world eight. And that's what a lot of, a lot of people like to do when they try to complete the game really fast. Yeah. I've watched some kid beat it in like 12 minutes. Yeah. The, the, the speed run for this game is ridiculous. Um, but one of the other things that they did, and I and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think they did exactly this with uh, World, because World you could you could get a power up, and then you can get another power up, and once you got the second power up, your first power up went to the little square up at the top, right? And you push uh, select, and it would come yes. down. Yes. Okay. In between worlds, could you select other? Um, things uh, other items not that i know of okay well in this one you could you could hold up to three or four additional pages i know, I know items. i've seen that no i don't you couldn't do that in world okay I, again not that i know of so it, it might could i just never knew it so one of the things that they had they had these toad houses uh you'd go in and you'd pick from three different chests uh and i i was always a middle chest guy i don't know why but you go in and you select a chest and Ninety percent of the time, um, you're going to either get one of the the main core four. You're going to get a star, a leaf, a uh, mushroom, or a flower. Sometimes you would get things like the clouds or the music boxes in certain levels. 
Um, there's some secret houses where you can get like some of the better items, like your pea wings. Um, and there's even more secret ones where you get like your tanuki suits and things like that. But the great thing was, no matter how many of those you got, you could save them. They would just go into an inventory and you could use them later. Um, and then on top of that, they had other little mini games as well where this little spade would, would show up and it's just basically a matching game. So you're trying to either match a, a, a flower, a mushroom or a star. And if you match the correct ones, you'd get two lives for a mushroom, three lives for a flower and five lives for a star. And one of the last things they did, you know, in world, they had the ribbon that you cut. And if you cut it so high, they'd take you to a bonus stage. Mm-hmm. Well, in this one, it was a box that was just, always going always going so it kind of looks like the item box the random item box that you get in world where you if you hit it yeah. at the right time it you know it, yeah, it seen, would switch yeah, and switch and that. switch well, at the end of the stage you go through and you'd hit and either try to get a mushroom a flower or a star and you got three of those in three levels you got three of those you would get one up if you couldn't match them all you get two up for the mushrooms three up for the um, flowers and then five up for the stars well, one of the things that they did that kind of made this game easy, it was super, super easy to get the stars. Um, so all you had to do is when you, whenever you made it to the end of the level, if you were running full speed and you either hit the front or the bottom front corner of the box, you would automatically get a star. And it's the same way in All-Stars as well. So in my playthrough of All-Stars, I got up to 99 lives like it was nothing. Hmm. So, um, and then one last, one last thing that they did... Um, they had a match game. So it's, you remember that uh, card game memory match? Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. So yeah, you, you'd flip yeah. the card and you try to find the match to it. Well, when you flip say a star and you flip another star, that was an item that was added to your inventory. So if you flip a flower and a flower, you get a flower. Well, they didn't bring that over to world. I don't know, but they, they brought it over to Yoshi's Island. So that's probably another one you didn't really play a whole lot of, is it? Uh, I really wanted to play through it. Okay. Well, oh, hey, maybe, maybe I've we, got it, and it's on it's on Switch. Switch. It's on classic console. Better. So I mean, there's there's all kind of things. So maybe we can get through a playthrough of it, but uh, a little bit different. I think you would enjoy it once you kind of got the hang of it, though. But um, anyway, in a nutshell, that's pretty much uh, Mario Brothers Three. Uh, I said I had I had great memories playing this game. Me and my sister, we would play a lot. Uh, my cousins, we play a lot. Honestly, it was between at this point. It was between this and Turtles One, because we all sucked at Turtles One. We played a lot of this game because of it. So, um, great game. Again, if you've not played it, you've been in a hole somewhere. I think, like I said, I think most everybody's played this game. Mm-hmm. So, um, available on the NES online on the Switch. I recommend it. Also on SNES through All Stars, and and the SNES through All Stars, which is the definitive way to play it. So, uh, all the little quirks and everything work. Um, two weird things. If you go to a toad house and you got the three chests, toad house, (laughs) if you go through the, uh, through the toad house and you got the three chests and you pick a chest and you don't like the content. So you pick the middle chest and you're really hoping for a leaf, but you get a, get a mushroom. Well, you got the rewind feature, right? Yeah. Well, if you rewind it and then go back to the middle, it'll be something completely different. Really? Yes. So you can't you can't cherry pick in that game. But the little Well, that means it's RNG. That means it only chooses what you're going to get when you first hit it. Right. So, you know, if you go to the first one and get a mushroom and rewind and go to the second one 
and get you, you there's a good chance you might get a mushroom again but if you rewind it and go back to the first one you don't necessarily always get, you don't always get the the thing that they want you to have no matter what yeah it is random but every time you rewind and go back in it reselects whatever yeah. is random cuz it doesn't randomize it until you select it not it's not predetermined when you get in there right right um but the one thing that they did not randomize was the the match card game so you can flip two cards. You got two chance. You got up to uh, two misses rather. So you can flip one card, flip the other. If it's not a match, you can rewind it and go back into it again. Yes, it's cheating. I get it. But you know how many times have people actually complete that? <laughs> complete that. Um, anyway, you get all the items. So there was two items of stars, um, mushrooms. Flowers, you got one Heart, stars, horseshoes, clovers, and blue moons, pots of roll, uh, pots of gold and rainbows, even red balloons. Were you new ones, uh, new lucky charms? But um, yeah, like I said it's it, it makes it a little bit easier um to try to play through the game, especially the uh, the rewind feature. Because when you're on a ship, and um, you know sometimes there's a stray bullet that'll come out of nowhere <laughs> and uh, get you. So it's always the one you never hear that gets you <laughs> always, always um, anything you want to add. Nay. Well, I, I have one thing I do want to talk about cause we failed to talk about it when, when it was brand new cause this won't come out till at least a week after we've heard this news. Xbox in all of its glory has just had decided to double it's price of Xbox Live Gold. Have you heard mm-hmm. this? Yeah. They retracted on that really, really, really quickly, though. Not only that, but they're also going to make it so you don't need gold to play the free-to-play. Right, and that's like the other Fortnite. news. Yeah, there's the other news. So, like, where some of these other systems don't require you to have their online capabilities to be able to play, Xbox has said, hey, we're going to do the exact same thing. So, at least Xbox is listening. At least the they've li- Did they make a mistake? Yes. Yes, 100%. Absolutely agree. Um, but they listened to their people and said, Hey, you know, we've just built up enough goodwill after the Xbox one. Um, we just built up enough goodwill with, with the fans, you know, we probably need to listen to them and not do this. So they're going to double it. My, I guess my question to you, if you didn't have game pass Mm -hmm. is $120 a year worth, worth Mm, it No, for just to play your games online. No. And what you get three if free I games was, every month. If I was just an Xbox games? player, and that's the only place I played online, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But but I mean, you'd have to be like I'm. You would have to cancel on my Game Pass, really? Because I don't I don't play my Xbox anymore. Well, I mean, we've Maze has got one, and I've got one. But since we've got the Series X, you know. If he's gonna if he's gonna start playing the Series X at any point, then there's no sense in us having two. We can just have one, and he can use use the one on that system to mm-hmm. to do everything with. But I don't know. I, I I with you. I don't I don't I don't see myself paying 120 dollars a year for it. I you know sometimes I even think like we have Amazon Prime. I don't know if it's worth it for 120. We do have quite a bit of stuff shipped though. So you know if you hit that number that you know if you would have paid for all this shipping. You know, if you hit that $120 mark, then yeah, it's probably worth it. But if you only buy three or four things a year, then it might not be worth it for you. So, um, same thing here. I mean, if you only play one or two games, it might not be worth it. But, um, yeah, I just I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on that real quick. Um, we, we teased a little bit before. Um, 
Majora's Mask anniversary was, I think, this past week. Yeah. Um, the big speculation is 35. We've got new systems. We can release whatever we want. We've kind of touched on this. If they release, if they re-release Zelda, is it going to be a 3D set? You think? I I hope you, so. Because you can play the first one, you can play the second one, and yeah. you can play um, Link to the Past. Right. Right now on Switch, Switch with your NES and SNES online mm-hmm. subscriptions. That's great. Not not remade. Everything's in its classical state. No big deal there. But. They haven't had as well. They have just they haven't owned a game system that's been selling like the Switch has. They haven't had the opportunity to put these other great and wonderful games. Maybe even an HD remaster. I mean, would you? Well, Wii U got Twilight Princess and Wind Waker HD remasters, right? But 3DS got the remasters for Ocarina and Majora's Mask. Were they remasters or were they just they ports? remasters? Okay, so. So there's remasters out there, at least for systems that might not look quite as good as the Switch capabilities. They actually, it, the remaster for Majora's Mask is actually worse than the original for one big reason. That's when you get to Zora's Mask and you transform into a Zora on, on the original. I know what that is. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> when you, on the original, you could swim, and swimming was incredible. It yeah. was like underwater flight. It was right. amazing. You could swim all you wanted and... Then the remake, for some reason, they thought, hey, let's make it so it uses magic. Really? So it's limited. And that's, that was stupid. Well, I know a lot of people, and I think I've said this before on the podcast as well, like with Ocarina, Ocarina, Ocarina of Time or Ocarina. Which one is it? Because I've Ocarina. heard of Ocarina. Yeah. Okay, I've heard it. Hey, Ocarina. <laughs> it's in the podcast right there. Uh, I, I've heard uh, that on the 3DS on the remake, the remaster, that when you get into the water temple, they put arrows on where to go because a lot of people would get lost there. Yeah, the they made it easier. So they made it easier. So, um, you know, six and one, half a dozen the other. I mean, how great would Metroid be had been had we had some sort of indicator say, hey, this is where you need to go next, like yeah. some kind of waypoint. Um, so, I mean, I guess I can kind of understand it. It does make the game a little bit easier, but... Um, yeah, I, w- I would love to see the HD remasters of the two sixty four games, Twilight Princess, just to have at that to have it on something yeah, newer. Un- unfortunately, I get the bad fans going to get the uh, Mario treatment where it's just ports, pretty much. I mean, but if it, it's it, ports it, of the HD, sort of. You if know, it's ports of the HD, would you take that at least? Oh yeah, I'd take that okay. definitely. But like Super Mario sixty four is. Sort of updated a little bit. It's updated for a two-stick layout. That's really about all. Well, I mean, graphically, not much. Not much. Just enough that it's not like horribly stretched, I think. But yeah, I, I think people were really format, hoping for they, a full-blown remaster, and right. I just didn't get it. Like use the Odyssey engine yeah. for sixty-four. So I could see some of that. I don't know, but. But whatever. As long as we get something, man. I'm just ready to hear some more about Breath of the Wild too. Okay, well let me ask you that and we'll we'll end it on that. Are you looking forward more for Breath of the Wild Two or some sort of anniversary package? Breath of the Wild Two. Okay. I've played all the other ones. Well I was gonna say because it's times. new. That's yeah. yeah, that's probably a bad question. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean I, I would I would be very pleasant surprised if they did H G remasters. Now, not- Especially if they did a full blown like 
jaw dropping remaster of Ocarina of Time. Kind of like, you know, Halo remastered or something like yeah. that. Yeah. That would be great. Or like where you could push a button and see what it was and see what it is. Yeah. That would, that would be awesome. Uh, I, I wish more HD remakes would do that. Like, hey, here's what it looked like before and this is what it looks like now. This You're is welcome. where we <laughs> This is, you know, this is where where we came from. So, um yeah. I, I I've made it quite clear. I know I've not played a whole whole lot of Zelda, but uh, one of the reasons I've not played Ocarina of Time is because of the 64 control, and that's not that's probably not a good excuse to not play it. I, I you know what I call it a valid excuse. Well, that controller is hard to wrap your mind around sometimes. Well, and I just I don't know. I I would love to see it with a two stick layout and uh, updated if possible, but at least. At least give it give it to me where I can play it with the two. It's kind of like you know you said on the Metroid episode how sometimes Nintendo seemed like they didn't know what to do with the L and R buttons. Right. It's like for a lot of games for N sixty four they didn't know what to do with the entire left side of the controller. Oh, absolutely. It's like you got L and then you got the D pad. And it's like I don't to this know. day I think the only game I played on the sixty four that you could use the left side of the button were the wrestling games. Yeah. Now, uh, uh, Pilot Wings used it. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Pilot Wings is hard, by the way. I played it for Super Nintendo on the Switch Online. Oh, my goodness. It was so, good on uh, N64. Pilot Wings 64. It was a launch title with... Uh, it was. Yeah. So, might have to get into that one. I don't know why, but might have to get into that one. <laughs> Try it out. Jeff was a big fan of it, too. Okay. I, I like uh, Wave Race. I thought that was a fun... Yeah. It I, gets I old fast, but it was a good concept. So. Hydro Thunder. Yeah, I've got it on uh, 360. You want to play it? Yeah. All right, well, let's end this podcast so we can play it. All right. You're just going to push the button? Yep. <laughs> okay, that works. Thanks for joining us, guys. Um, I don't know what we're doing next, but stay tuned for it regardless. Thanks. I'm <laughs> sorry.